Welcome to TV7 Israel's podcast. We invite you to listen and share our latest content from Israel and the region. I would like to pray for everyone that we could all feel joy. I am asking for prayer for my family. I would like to ask prayer for the unity between different congregations. Pray with me uh, for my uh, nation. Pray for successful operations. Pray it will be a safe journey. Pray for their well-being. We pray that you will unite us, unite us to be good brothers. You have given victory, Lord. Thank you for leading and guiding us. Shalom and welcome to another episode of Jerusalem Praise. I'm Yair Pinto, and today, together with us in the studio, we have a very special guest, Mr. Timothy King, who is also my father-in-law. How are you doing? Very well, thank you. And he's the Vice President, Israel Operations of the 4220 Foundation here in Jerusalem, which is an organization that translates the Bible, but we'll get into that later in the show. It's good to have you. Thank you. <laughs> and as always, Monica Aguri, it's great to have you. How are you doing today? Doing very well, thank you. And how are you? Great, great. <laughs> Today we have a very special topic. We're going to discuss the question of why do we pray? And, but before we go into this uh, topic and see what God and the Bible uh, is telling us, maybe you can lead us in prayer. Yes, uh, Abba Father, we just thank you for this opportunity again to uh, come before you, to meet with you. We want to praise you and worship you, lift up your name because you are great. Uh, you are the King of Kings, uh, the Lord of Lords. You are the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and you're, Lord, uh, you're the Lord of the universe, and you're our Abba, and we thank you that uh, we can draw near to you, and you will draw near to us, Lord, and we thank you that you promised that where two or three are together in your name, you will be in the midst of them, and we thank you that you are here with us today, and also uh, with the viewers out there watching us, Father, and uh, we just pray that you would lead us and guide us and, and give us wisdom and Help our meditations and uh, discussions uh, be pleasing unto you, Lord, and give glory to your name, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, I think, you know, prayer is a really base of our faith as, as believers in Yeshua and as followers. But um, I would like to hear a little bit about uh, you, Tim. You've been uh, here in Israel for more than 40 year, 40 years, and you came from America and Canada, and you're not Jewish. So could you... Tell us what brought you to be here. Yes, with pleasure. When I was more or less your age, <laughs> I, uh, I was a believer most of my young life. But when I was more or less your age, it took a new turn. Mm -hmm. I came to understand the depth of my faith through prayer and through the Holy Spirit. And prayer became a very integral part of my life. And even though I had my own business and I was making relatively lots of money, I felt God was speaking to me to set it aside and come to Jerusalem and study Jewish-Christian relations. Wow, in Jerusalem. In Jerusalem, <laughs> which I put everything on hold, obeyed what I heard from God, and came. I did a master's degree study in Jewish-Christian relations, and when that was finished, God spoke to me again mm -hmm. through prayer when he told me to stay. And I didn't know why, and I thought this was strange. I wanted to go back and make lots of money. <laughs> but I was obedient again to his voice, and I stayed. Wow, and that was, what? In 1980. Wow, a long time ago. And you came alone to our country for the first time? I came alone, knew no one. Mm -hmm. I only was in obedience to God's voice. 
Wow. And, and since then, can you give us yes, a little bit more? Yes, what, yes. what did you do in so, 40 years in Israel? So after the study, when he said stay, and I stayed, the embassies all left Jerusalem because the Jerusalem law was passed, mm-hmm. declaring it the eternal capital. Mm-hmm. There were no embassies at all. And I, with a group of other people, came together and felt God again speaking through prayer that if governments and politicians wouldn't stand up for Israel, now was the time Christians should open a Christian embassy. (laughs) So I was one who opened the Christian embassy and served there for 27 years, helping to build it. Wow. Okay, so these are good good, uh, examples of listening to God and, you know. Yes, because when we look now, look back at it, it was just a small little prayer that has turned into a worldwide organization. Mm-hmm. It's huge. Yeah. And it's through the obedience of listening to him. Oh, man. And also, I know this, that you met your wife here in Israel. <laughs> that's so. another whole story. <laughs> but yes, that's true, too. So. But I don't want to, to leave the topic and carry on just a little bit with the fact that after the Christian embassy, it was time to hear again what God wanted in my life. Mm -hmm. And this is when, once again, I'm a pioneer. (laughs) I helped found the 4220 Foundation, which is an organization dealing with translating the Bible, the Old Testament particularly, Mm -hmm. because there's such a gap Mm -hmm. of missing Old Testament in languages. Yeah. Well, it's amazing that God is uh, still using you and all the time. It's really encouraging. (laughs) Thank you. So, Monica, I think um, we wanted to go back to the basics in order to figure out how to answer this question of why do we pray or why should we pray. So maybe we should read a few Bible verses. We prepared it in a way um, that is, what does God say in the Bible about prayer? What does people, also including uh, uh, what did Jesus say in the Bible about prayer? And uh, how should we pray? And... um, examples of God answering prayer. So maybe you can start with uh, what does God said about, says about prayer? Uh, so yes, we only unfortunately have uh, uh, 20 minutes left <laughs> to talk about <laughs> this topic and also pray hopefully a little bit. But then, um, yeah, we just stumbled on this topic because uh, somebody uh, somebody mentioned that they heard from the pulpit recently that uh, some preacher that doesn't know why we pray. So we thought that... 21st century, (laughs) we're having a a church for over 2,000 years, kind of uh, preachers in the pulpit should should know something about About the subject. And we're not uh, trying to, attempting to, like, cover all the depth of it and everything because we just don't have all the time. But but in general, like, uh, um, uh, just coming off uh, from Tim's testimony that he prayed to God and and God answered and and so uh, in Jeremiah, for example, there are a few things uh, where God says, Jeremiah 33, 3, for example, call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. Mm-hmm. So great things might come when you call to God and, and he will answer you. So um, sometimes uh, there are different words that the Bible uses. It doesn't, isn't necessarily prayer. It's calling and, and it's, it's, uh, there are many speaking, words. Asking. Speaking, asking, supplications mm-hmm. and, and intercessions. And there are many different kinds of prayer and even worship and adoration is uh, prayer. And, and so what prayer is, Basically, I think it's just talking to God. And it started already in Genesis, uh, in, in the Bible, when God, it, it, it is said that God created us to the praise of his glory. And uh, 
he wanted fellowship too. And, and he came to the garden and wanted to talk to Adam, the man he created, Adam yes. and Eve, his wife. And in the cool of the day, you know, and uh, <laughs> uh, sometimes it's just talking to God. And if you read the Psalms and see what mm -hmm. David says, then he just lays out his heart and whatever is in there comes out. And it's and a relationship. A it's yeah, a yeah. relationship. Yeah. And, and it also depends on the situation the person is in his life. And yes. the prayer can be more, you know, calling out for help or thanksgiving exactly. or encouraging other people. So it's, it's really like, like a relationship we have with people we know around us. Yes. Uh, and like it says, like in, towards the end of the Bible, James, for example, talks mm -hmm. about it, that uh, if you're happy, uh, sing praises. If you are in trouble, then pray. And then depends on, <laughs> depends on, like you said, what's the situation. Exactly. And, uh, there's another scripture in Jeremiah mm -hmm. 29, 12, for example, when you call to me and come and pray to me, I will listen to you. So God also says that like he welcomes uh, us coming and mm -hmm. calling to him and and um, he says he will listen and that's he good so he has he has time for us he will answer yeah, no. and he will tell us things mm -hmm. so yes so we started from god so, so it's a both way it's also yes. asking and talking and listening mm -hmm. right tim you keep listen. telling me always to listen to god in these situations especially now with covid around us what to do and you know people losing their jobs changing their livelihoods and they need to spend time, and also I need to spend more time listening right. to what God is saying, not just... Less you know. talking, more listening. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yes. So, and also we, we found a few Bible verses about what does, you know, people in the Bible say, and we wanted to read, like, what Jesus is saying about prayer. And we can read that in Matthew uh, chapter 7, verse 7 to 11. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives, and he who seeks, finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. Or what man is there among you, who if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father, who is in heaven, give good things to those who ask him? Amen. 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 I think maybe we should, before we go on to more Bible verses, maybe we should really stop and pray together that God will, uh, you know, teach us how to listen and teach us how to pray and how to spend more time with him. Okay, so, and if you'd like to join me after I pray, feel free and please join me back in the house. Avinu Shabashamayim, Todalecha, Todalecha Shata, El Shashomat Filot, our Father in heaven, thank you. Thank you that you are a Father, that you are a God who listens to prayers and you want our prayers. You want us to have a relationship with you and you want us to spend time with you. You want us to spend the best parts of our day with you, not the last. Uh, corners before we go to sleep or you want us to to have a full life with you so please teach us teach us how to pray how to listen and how to grow in this relationship with you Amen. thank you lord as you do tell us to draw close to you and you will come very close to us may we have the diligence to draw close to you mm -hmm. and then be open to listen to you coming to us. 
Thank you, Lord. And, and Tim, before this program, uh, we talked a little bit about uh, prayer, and you said that there are a number of types of prayer. So there's personal prayer, like one between you and God, and there is also a corporate uh, prayer, which is like an organization praying for its know, survival, for the future, for plans. Like we did here in the editor's note, we prayed and dedicated the TV7 Israel to the Lord this new season. So could you please give us an example from your experience of a corporate prayer that really God uh, answered? Yes, with pleasure, because corporate prayer is more difficult because personal prayer, it's only you. If there's sin in the camp, it's your sin. Corporate prayer is a whole different world. But when people come together corporately, there's power in this. And very quickly, one dramatic answer to a corporate prayer that I have is that when we started the Feast of Tabernacles, which now has gone on for 41 years, mm-hmm. but where Christians come up to Jerusalem, the second year in 1981, we rented the largest convention center in Jerusalem. And it was my name on those contracts. And in those days, we did not have internet. We did not even have fax machines. We didn't hardly have telephones. It was, it was amazing. Communication was very, very different. A few weeks before the feast, we had 186 registrations. And we rented the largest convention center. in 3,000 seats. More than 3,000 seats. And, and, and like I said, it was my name on there. So I called everybody together and I said, look, we have got to pray. What should we do? Should we cancel these reservations mm-hmm. or should we move ahead? We only have 186 registrations. Mm-hmm. We got down on our knees, literally, and we corporately together asked God what would be the outcome. Mm-hmm. To each person individually, he gave us the number of 3,000. Mm. Wow. Each one, which confirmed that it was 3,000 that we would expect. Mm-hmm. And you know, over 3,000 came. The bills were all paid. Hallelujah. <laughs> and that, I'll never forget that because that was so dramatic and it was truly an answer to corporate prayer. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just like Jesus also says in, in Matthew 18, 19 to 20, is that, uh, again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth mm-hmm. concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of them. Amen. Yeah, amen. <laughs> yeah, if there is even more of you together, then uh, the better. <laughs> Definitely. So I would like also to read a little bit, maybe ask uh, Monica to read uh, the verse in Matthew 6, 5 to 15 on how do we pray? I mean, what is God saying us? He's given us an example of how to pray. Yes, uh, lots of examples of that. And then uh, this is a classic of uh, of our Father's prayer. Mm-hmm. And so Jesus is talking to his disciple and he says, And when you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets, that they may be seen by men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But you, when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your Father who is in the secret place, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. And when you pray, do not use vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words." Therefore, do not be like them, for your Father knows the things you have need of before you ask. In this manner, therefore, pray, Our Father in heaven, 
hallowed be your name. If you know this, you can join me. <laughs> uh, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as, uh, uh, as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. 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 And then there is an additional for if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their mm -hmm. trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. So sometimes there are conditions to your prayers as well. So, Well, it's a lot about, you know, kind of being true to yourself yes. and to others. It's always been, you know, the relationship between you and God and between you and the people around you. Yes. So that's also what Jesus said is like the most important commandment, you know, love your God and love your neighbors. Yes, so. so I think if we follow these two, basically we cover the whole Bible. Yes. And um, to conclude our little discussion about, you know, why do we pray? I think that a key issue is, uh, of this discussion is God answers prayers. Yes. Amen. Okay. And we can see this in uh, John chapter 5, verse 14. This is the confidence we have in approaching God that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And we also have in John 14, verse uh, 13, and I will do whatever you ask in my name so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Yes, and then um, David was one of the example who uh, prayed mm -hmm. a lot in the Bible, if you read the Psalms. And and uh, another one uh, was in uh, Job 42, 10, for example. And the Lord changed Job's fortune when he prayed for his friends. And the Lord doubled all Job's earlier possessions. So Hallelujah. He prayed. And he prayed for his friends. Yes. So that's also... Yeah, that's also important. So. Yeah. Okay, I think it's really... It's really important. And maybe we conclude this part of prayer again uh, by praying. Maybe, Monica, you can lead us uh, by praying for our viewers and for, you know, everybody around the world who's suffering from this uh, COVID situation right now, that God will lead them and will speak to them. Yes. Uh, Abba Father, we just uh, uh, lift the whole world before you. <laughs> you hold the world in your hands, Lord, as a children's song says. And um just look to you and we also pray for the church and your sons and daughters on the earth and and, uh, and we just uh, lift them all before you father and and all of us we come before you and humble ourselves under your mighty hands and we just ask you to lead us and guide us and and teach us even about the prayer we're uh, by no means we're any experts of on, of any topic mm -hmm. and so we look to you and there are new things to learn and new things to uh, uh, you can reveal to us, Lord. So we look to you, we turn our eyes toward you, uh, where our help comes from. And uh, uh, we just worship you, we praise you, we want to have our ears and our hearts and our eyes turned towards you, Lord. And uh, we, want to, we want to be open to your leading, to your guidance, Lord. And we do ask for wisdom uh, and for your help for everyone that needs it right now, for decisions, for choices. Uh, we just pray that uh, every step we take and every breath we take, that you may be pleasing unto you, Lord, and uh, lead us, uh, help us to be at the right place at the right time, doing the right thing with the right people, Lord, and so that uh, your will may be done as in heaven, so on earth. Amen. 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 And uh, now we're going to go into a few prayer requests that were sent to us, and uh, we arranged them 
kind of by by themes. So the first theme of prayer request were prayer for for nations and prayers for the peace of Jerusalem. Okay, and, you know God called us to pray for the peace of Jerusalem, and that's one of our main you know reasons we do what we do here in TV Seven Israel. You know, teaching people and connecting them with what's happening and asking them to pray and teaching them like how to pray, knowing what's going on here. But um, Tim, could you maybe share a little bit from your experience, why should people pray for Israel, for the peace of Jerusalem? Well, mainly because there's so much ignorance out there mm-hmm. about God's purposes for Israel. And uh, it even comes, as you said, from, from the pulpit sometimes. And really, we have to get back to the heart of what the Bible says about praying mm-hmm. for Jerusalem. And I would like to just challenge everyone who who uh, have friends who don't understand Israel and God's purpose for Jerusalem and Israel. Mm-hmm. The best way that I have found over the years to get people involved in praying for Israel and standing with Israel is to get together and literally start a prayer group. And as you said, it doesn't have to be fancy. We just talk to God. And, <laughs> and with the Internet now, you can just find all kinds of information about Jerusalem and pray. Pray together and watch how God will just multiply. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. So that's a challenge for you guys back at home. <laughs> yes. And it's in the Bible. God asked us to do that. Amen. Mm-hmm. Psalms. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Amen. So, yeah, so we got a few um, prayer requests for, uh, for nations. So we'll start with uh, Aaron Schwartz, who sent it. Please pray for South Africa. Our nation is seeing an increase, and many protests. Our government has turned against Israel, but many of us stand with Israel, and I believe that we are uh, seeing all this trouble in our nation because of the stand the government is taking. Am Israel Chai. Amen. Amen. Okay, and also we had a prayer for, uh, from Jason, pray for the peace of Jerusalem and the state of Israel, for the United States and uh, its new Biden administration. And also we want God to change uh, this bad situation in our country, Sri Lanka. Thank you and may God bless you abundantly, Jason. Thank you, Jason. And we also got a prayer request from um, Cindy. And she said, pray for the peace of Jerusalem unity of the children of Abraham to learn to live in peace. Yes, and there was one also for Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Okay, so maybe Tim, could you lift up uh, Sri Lanka, uh, Israel, United States, and South Africa in, yes, in yes. prayer? Lord, we thank you for these requests. We thank you that there are your your remnant of people who do understand your purpose for Israel and do want to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. I just pray for each one now that they can draw many people around them and multiply themselves many times over to pray, pray, pray for Israel. Thank you for each one of these dear servants of yours. Will you bless them and will you multiply their efforts in Jesus' name? Amen. Amen. And we had a few prayers, uh, requests for, uh, for healing. Maybe, Monica, you could read them. All right. Uh, we have from uh, Martin and Daisy. Uh, I appreciate the sincerity of your faith, and I'm encouraged by it. Thank you for touching my heart through the Holy Spirit in you, especially for taking the time to pray. Uh, I would really appreciate prayer against cancer in my children and myself, as this is the most difficult time for me and my family health-wise. 
also for wisdom, please pray for a miracle and for healing and redemption in Yeshua. And for faith that he still hears and heals. God bless you all, Daisy. Mm -hmm. well, I think I would like to pray for, for Daisy and for the kids for a complete healing against cancer. <coughs> <coughs> God, our Father in heaven, you are a healer. You can do everything. So we pray that you will heal Daisy, the kids, and the family from, from cancer. Bless them and fill them with your love and your spirit. B'Shem Yeshua Mashiach. Amen. And we've received also prayer requests for natural disasters. I mean, it's, it's a lot of, we, can, we need more time for this program, I think. But uh, we really encourage you guys back at home to pray for each other, to, you know, pray uh, and encourage each other on the comment box, on YouTube, or just, you know, meet together and pray on your own time. So uh, we want to pray for natural disaster around the world, and especially in the United States uh, with earthquakes and fires that are uh, going on there. And... Uh, Monica, maybe can you lead us shortly in prayer because uh, we're running out of time yes. for this. Father, so we just lift the USA before you. There are many states and many things mm -hmm. going on, different states, Lord, and also the rest of the world you'll know. And uh, and uh, anything else that happens, even Lebanon, our neighboring country, uh, they had a, a, a big fire and explosion last year, and they're still suffering from the results, Lord. And anywhere where your people are suffering, Lord, from any results, Lord, we just ask you to comfort them, and, and uh, we just ask for your supernatural intervention, Lord, and, and for your help and for the relief and aid to be organized, Father. And uh, uh, and uh, we just ask you also for protection for people who are in trouble, even right now, Father. I just pray that you would send angels if you have to and, and uh, protect them and uh, turn the tides, turn the fires, turn the winds, whatever has to be turned away, Lord. And it just, uh, we just Amen. ask for your, for your help. We cry out to you, Lord, and, because you're great and mighty and, and nothing is impossible to you. In Jesus Amen. Name. Amen. Amen. So, yes, yeah, so we're running close to the, to the end of, uh, of our topic, but we've still received a few more prayer requests that I would like to mention. And then, uh, um, I would encourage you guys to pray for them back back at home. Mm -hmm. We received a prayer from uh, Nina, who is uh, or working for an organization and ministering in Finland. It's called Steiger. They uh, work with um, kids and with uh, young adults through concert, through music, and it's a big outreach, and we really want to uh, encourage her to keep doing that and pray that God will uh, bless their work in Finland especially. And we also received a prayer for, from Sergio. He said, uh, prayer for me. My mother uh, died recently. I don't know 100% if she is saved. My two daughters moved out suddenly, so I'm grievingly for my mother and uh, crying because I am an empty nester. Okay, so we also want to pray uh, for you. But sadly, this is all the time that we have for, for today's program. I think it was really a blessing. And I really hope uh, you guys back at home will take time and pray and listen to God and listen to what God wants to do with your life and read the Bible and be blessed. So I would like to thank uh, Tim for being with us. It was Pleasure. great to have you. Thank you. Thank you, Monica, as always. And let's conclude with a priestly blessing. Yevarchecha Adonai Yaer Adonai Panav Alecha 
יישא אדוני פניו עליך וישם לך שלום. Shalom Aleichem, God bless you, and we'll see you again for another episode of Jerusalem Praise. Thank you for joining us in another TV7 Israel podcast. For more content, visit our website at tv7israelnews.com or follow us on social media.